Welcome to Quick Shots, a short format traditional archery podcast, where we introduce you to some of the world's most influential traditional archers, and occasionally, some random dudes. Help keep this content ad-free by supporting us on patreon.com slash archerygeek. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, archerypass.com, for all your traditional archery needs. Hey everyone, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quick Shots. I'm your host, Mick Chambers. I'm here with Sam from Backwoods Composites. Uh, Sam, how you doing? Great, doing awesome. Good. Hey, dude, thanks for being on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. This is kind of exciting. I don't always have boyers on the show, so uh-huh. it's good to get the the you know from from the very beginning, from the acorn to the uh, to the bow to the bower or the bowyer and uh, the hunter. Um, so, uh, and, and we'll, we'll have a little chat about all that stuff, uh, with you, but, uh, so where are you from? Uh, California. So you're born out of Cal- okay. born California. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised in Southern California. And you, like I said before, you're a bowyer. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, I would probably say about 10 years. <clears throat> 10, 10 years. And maybe, maybe like plus or minus two, uh, Okay. You know, I started off kind of like dabbling in it, then I'd get away from it and go back into it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, about, uh, about about ten years. That's that's pretty incredible. So I think we got two. I kind of want to talk to you about two things. I want to talk about about oh. you as the bowyer, and I want to talk about you as the trad archer. So uh-huh. you mind if I ask you questions about both those things? Can we do that? Oh Let's, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, how do you want to start? You want to start with Boyer or how you got into that? Uh, talk a little bit about your company, or do you want to talk about you as your, your trad life first? Oh, um, well, let's say trad life. That's probably where I uh, thought it all, all, all originated, right? You know, get it in yeah. There. Let's let's talk. Okay, give us your origin story on how'd you how'd you when did you start becoming a a trad archer? What got you into it? Uh, all that stuff. Well. <clears throat> I've been shooting archery probably since I can remember. Um, my dad, my dad, he shot archery. His dad shot, shot archery. I don't know who all shot beyond that, but um, it's been passed down. Um, been doing it since I was little. There's pictures of me as a little boy shooting a bow, just the same as I got with my, with, uh, with my little boy shooting bows. You know, when they don't even they, they can't remember this stuff. So cute. I mean, last night. Last night, I was shooting with my son, and he's uh, and he's like two and a half, so he ain't gonna remember that, you know, or, or maybe he will. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, I've been shooting bows since I was little. Um, most of my life early on was probably compound because, you know, at that age in that time frame, compound was coming up, and they had they made little bows for kids with compounds, little wheels. You know, my me and my older brother, we had he had a red one, I had a blue one with little compound wheels on it. Um, we shot that forever. Um, and then I'd shoot like pass down bows from like my mom or my dad, you know, and and um and just uh uh you know went on from there. And then I'd probably say around age of like 18 or 20, um my dad my dad shot uh trad his whole life right oh, okay yeah he, he he turned into a compound shooter just because his bow broke his traditional bow broke I, I remember this we were going out to go bow fishing and 
he pulls his bow out to string it up and it breaks. <laughs> and he we all rushed uh, Big Five, you know. And, uh, and Big Five is a, just for boat. people who are listening, people who are not from California, Big Five is a uh, is a uh, sporting goods store in California. <laughs> Southern Cal. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we all head out to Big Five. And, uh, you know, at the time, I parents don't have a lot of money. So he just picks up, the, you know, the cheapest bow there, which ends up being a a compound bow that has recurved lens on, on it. It was a it was a bear bow. Uh, but it had like looked the limbs looked recurved, so he liked it. He bought it. Um, so then you know he got his his recurve, and then you know a couple of years later, um, I started getting some money. I started working. So I went out and bought, bought my own recurve. I mean, my own um, compound bow, and um, and we shot. I shot compound for for a, for a lot of years. But I shot compound with a with a, my three fingers. You know, I still shot a traditional. Three fingers, um, and then I think in college, um, when I went to college, my first one of my first courses, I went and decided to take to take archery. Well, my compound bow blew blew through the targets because they had hay, right? Yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, I, so I went down and <clears throat> got myself a um, a, a PSC target bow for like one hundred thirty bucks. Um, uh, started shoot, shooting that, and I just from then on, I went out and bought myself. I shopped on eBay. I bought myself an old uh, ben, ben Pearson bow. Yeah, for bow fishing because yeah. we always go bow fishing. You know, we were bow fishermen before we were hunters. Yeah, we always went went bow fishing every year because we live by this big lake that has tons of carp. Yeah, we just go in there and slay them. So I bought this little short Ben Pearson. It's called a hunter, I think. No, no, Game Master. I think it's Game Master. I don't know. I forgot the thing, but it's a little short Ben Ben Pearson bow that uh, Sears used to sell. Um, it's 54 inch. Um, I drilled a hole in it, put on my reel, and started shoot, shooting that. And that's right around a time frame where I also started. Um, uh, I tried out building a bow. I went to. I went uh, online, searched it out. I built my first longbow, and uh, and I, you know, I enjoyed the whole process of it. I mean, I've always been kind of uh, handy with my hands, um, but then that was it. I built it. That was it. I only shot it a few times because um, it just sucked. It was <laughs> not a good bow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in college. Um, I, I went to college just because initially um, it was either army, college, or construction work. And I was like, well, my older brother, he went to college. I might as well go to. I was not a studious person. I hate school. I can't really? stand school. Really? Yeah, I didn't like school at all. So I went there, and uh, I really found out why I don't like school. Um, so I have a memory problem. I have like a short-term memory loss. I don't know. I, I just can't remember things. So I first started going to school for medical because my, my mom was a nurse. So I started doing medical and uh, uh, I wanted to be a respiratory therapist. But they made you memorize flashcards. Yeah. I failed every test. I can't memorize flashcards. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I was always good in math and math and sciences and physics. Yep. And uh, 
Uh, I mean, I was almost about to just quit college and go to construction with with, 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 with with my buddy because he was doing great. He was making tons of money. Yeah. And I was just sitting here, you know, like my my minimum wage job, not making much, going to college. I was like, man, this sucks. I want to, I want to, I need to make some money. Dude, um, <clears throat> but then my 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 wife, which was my girlfriend at that time, she was going to a big college down here in Southern California. Um, it's one of the big in engineering colleges. And uh, my dad, he was a machinist for aerospace. Oh, wow. And then my father, my my, uh, my grandfather was also a machinist in aerospace. <clears throat> and growing up, I always wanted to be my dad and I always wanted to be a machinist, but he always talked me out of it. So that's hard labor. You don't want to do hard labor. You want a desk job. You want to be, you want to yeah, be, yeah, an, yeah. be an engineer. But when I went to college engineering, so that's a lot of school. I didn't want to do that, you know. A ton of school. Yeah. So I, uh, when I found out my wife was going to this engineering school, and then I started just things just started clicking in my head. Like maybe I might want to do do that, you know. And um, so I went down to the school. I talked to the counselor, and she just laughed at me. She's like, "There's no way, you know. You don't have any math, you know, studies. You haven't." Took any Prerequisite. Yeah. 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 You, know, you got to do a lot of work. I said, well, you know, I'm all right with math because you got to be really good. I'm like, well, I guess we'll see. <clears throat> so, right, so right away that summer, I took a summer course. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I still got a cold on working out. Yeah. yeah. But I took a summer course and um, in math and I aced it. Um, it, it was trigonometry. And um, that was kind of like a, um, a stepping stone. So I didn't have to take. Uh, pre-calculus when I transferred over so I jumped right into calculus at the at the at the, at the big university and uh, surprisingly I just did good at it I mean I was just I was just you know just kicking butt in all these math classes and uh, and then they accepted me into the in, the, the engineering pro, pro, uh, pro, uh, uh, program there and uh Sure enough, a couple of years later, I graduated as an engineer. Nice. And uh, what's got me into aerospace, my dad worked in aerospace. <clears throat> he had a real good friend that got me a job with Northrop Grumman as an internship. Wow. And uh, and I started work, working in aerospace. I got out of college, worked there. Um, it was all going great. I, I loved the work I was doing. Um, but then it's like, it's a big company. You know, big North Dakota is a big company. And uh, I even tried switching over to, to Lockheed Martin. I worked at Skunk Works for a while. Um, and uh, I just always felt locked down, tied down. Like I couldn't really do a whole whole bunch of my own designs and thoughts and my own. <clears throat> because what I did, I ended up um, in aerospace. You got these special categories. A aerospace is kind of kind of different. You don't get to wear all the hats. Right? You get to wear one hat. You know, and the hat that I chose was um, a structural analysis of airframes. So I'm the guy who sits at the desk and makes sure the wings don't fall off. <laughs> um, I don't design the wings. Yeah. I make sure the wings just don't break. Whatever the guy designs, whatever the guy who's wearing the design hat yeah. says, I make sure that his design don't fail. So I yeah. do all the math behind, behind it. Yeah. So a lot of composites work. Tons of composites work. I got into composites. You know, I was, I really got obsessed with composites. Um, 
I wanted to learn everything there was about about composites. I, I took I took classes through the through the job on how to build composites, fabricate them. Yep. Carbon fiber, fiberglass, um, honeycomb core, um, bonding things together, bonding wings together. Um, a lot a lot of stuff I a lot of stuff I, I took. You know, actually physical. You know, touching the epoxy and you know bagging everything together, tooling it. You know, putting it in the oven. Um, it was a really good course I took, um, and uh, and I loved it. And but it was still that thing that you know well, I don't get to do that every day. That was an extra course that I took. Where really I'm just go back to my job and back at the desk doing numbers again, and and don't get no hands on work. So I said, well, why don't I pick up building bows again? Because I love archery, you know. Yeah. And uh, why don't I just take what I learned in aerospace and start building bows? So, all right, all right, wait, 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 time out. So, okay, so you're building, you're saying, I'm an aerospace engineer. Man, I think I can make better bows. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, dude. That's yeah. fantastic. Or literally an aerospace engineer. Okay, keep going, keep going. This is getting good. This is really getting really good. So, you know, the funny story is, though, is that when I, when I decided I wanted to make better bows, I wasn't shooting, you know, I'm just a guy who shoots with his brothers or his dad. I, I don't go to tournaments. You know, we hunt just locally. I have no, I'm not, I don't have any friends that shoot archery or, or I didn't at least before this. Right. Right. Um, so I was just shooting whatever I can buy at Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's right. or whoever's listening. It's a big, big, big chain store, right? You know? Yep, yep, yep. And um, so I was like, well, I definitely can make those better than this, you know? Uh, no offense to those those companies, but yeah, I was like, all right. So I started dabbling in with the carbon fiber, you know, and just building my own bows, my own limbs. Um, and then I started getting more into like the whole scene and stuff. I said, oh, well, there's some other bows out there that these bowyers are making that are great too, you know. So I just started doing a lot of research. Like, oh shoot, okay, I got so I got up my game. I got to keep upping my game because it's not just laminating these these things together and, and having a shape and flexing and shooting it. So I just started doing tons of research on the actual bow, you know, um, every, all the science behind it. Um, started doing a lot of testing on my own. Um, I built testing machines. Um, I test my own laminates. I mean, I, um, I build my own backing. So every carbon fiber ply that goes into my lens is is hand laid up by me. Every ply, I mean, my limbs consist of about 36 or 38 plies of carbon fiber, wow. about 5,000 stick. <clears throat> it's funny because you, I, I have so much carbon in my limbs. It's crazy because I hear some other companies, they say, oh, we got four ply carbon, or we got eight ply carbon. I think Hoyt has their new limbs. They call it eight ply. They're all so excited about eight plies. I'm like, well, that's cute. I got like 30 something. <laughs> um, and it, it's funny that I, I lay all these, I, I, every every limb, all these plies are touched by my hands. I, I put every ply down on myself. Um, I'm really kind of like a guy I want to do. I want to do it all. Um, so, um, yeah. all this, in my limbs now, everything in it is, um, you know, made in shop. I have my own core. My core, we build our own core material, okay. our backings. 
Um, we're just about to release our new wedge material for our ILS lens. Um, I'll show you in a little later, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the stuff we, we um, in-house design, fabricate, and test. Wow. So, so it's all made here right in the United States of America. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, you've got some pretty impressive people shooting your bows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Who's, who's shooting them? Can we say? Well, um, I guess the probably the most most impressive guy I think right now I got. Well, I mean they're all impressive. I I, I like all, all my archers who shoot who shoot the bows. I mean I had um I had two guys out, out uh, or one guy out in the world shoot it. Um and then uh um another uh I missed the date for for one of the Canadian guys to shoot to shoot the to shoot my limbs. I got him to him a little late. Yeah. He wanted to take his trusted though that he shot for so many months ahead of time, which is yeah. fine with that. You know, I, I would you know, I'd rather have him do good. I don't want, I don't want him to shoot. Some, right. Right. But, the, but they're working with you. They're working with you on this and there's some top level archers, uh, competitive archers. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, pretty, so, that's pretty darn cool, dude. Yeah. So the, I mean, uh, Alex Melnick is one of the guys that I've probably been working with for a very long time now. What I mean, about like a year to year and a half, um who's that sorry who was that alex melnick how do you spell it I'll, alex, alex a-l-e-x not sure who that is we'll play, i'll maybe I'll, I'll look him up online later and we'll, we'll... He's, he's just some random canadian guy oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, alex yeah he yeah so he um he is you know, by far has been one of the most influential influencers. I'm supposed to say influential. Um, yeah, but no, I mean he 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 has so much knowledge. Yeah, I mean the guy is a genius. Uh, I you know I talked to a lot of archers, and uh, and yeah, it's talking to him. He is so smart. He knows so much about it. So. You know, um, uh, he he is he's shot all three of my limbs now, um, which the two everyone knows about that have came out with the Moax and the Tax. He now shoots the ones, my new ones called called the Cax. Um, so he's actually had to you know shoot them. We discussed about him. He shoots the next one. We discuss about him. Now he shoots these ones, and we discuss. I mean, he actually we actually worked on the design uh, together for, for this last one. Um, he told me he wanted a bow to for for string walking, and that's a that's a you know pinpoint accuracy sniper rifle type of limb. So I said, okay, well, how do we do this? You know, so we we discussed a lot about it, and um, I we went. I mean, I was calling him daily, multiple times a day, uh, for about six months. Like he went somewhere. Where did he go? Oh yeah, he went to that Italy thing. Yeah, he he was in Italy. He won. Well, he came second yeah. place. Yeah, he shot yeah. against David. Yeah, he's he was amazing, amazing, amazing turnout, and just really cool under pressure, man. Really cool under pressure. Yeah. So when he was gone for that, you know, I was like, man, I need to talk to him. I need to ask some questions, you know. And then he was down. Um, he went for some fishing trip or some like third world country where he had no cell cell service. And I was like, man, I got a question. I need to ask it. So um we 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 talked a lot and uh and um and even now he's like more like my archery coach now. So he helps me get better at shooting archery because I told him that I don't like the fact that I build bows 
And I don't want anybody to look at me and be like, dude, you, you build bows. You've been shooting almost your whole life, but you suck. <laughs> we all, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really like, self, I'm, I'm, I'm like self conscious. I really want to be like, okay, well, this guy should shoot good. You know, I want to be like, yeah. But, you know, I'm so busy building bows that like, I shoot bows every day that aren't mine. So it's like, how am I going to get used to shooting my bow? You know, so it's very, it's very tough for a bowyer to actually, you know, be very good at shooting bows because he's out there building everyone else's bows and he always tests, you know, he's shooting someone else's bow. Um, so it's that. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm working on it. Let's let's role. talk let's talk specifics, right? So um so the name of the company is Backwoods Composites. Backwoods Composites at backwoodscomposites.com. Don't forget to ask Backwoods uh composites.com. And uh and what what are the products you got up there right now? Like what are you currently what's currently available? Just like off top, do you know off the top of your head what, what you got available in stock and yeah, so we don't have anything in stock. We or build the order. Okay. So uh, because we're so behind, I mean, every now and then I get a chance to, um, or I, I miss poundage on somebody, and then I'll start reaching out to folks that I know that one of my lens. I'll say, hey, does this work for you? But I, I'm so dang busy. I have nothing in stock. I, everything is built. That's good. Build order. Good news. Um, it's good. Sure. I, can't, I can barely keep up with what I got, even if I can. I mean, it's So it's if you're tough. saying someone that is watching this right now, and they're like, oh, man, I'm going to go check that out. And it's a pretty impressive website. Um and uh, they're taking a look at, you know, your like your tax or something like that and your your new riser. Then how long would that take me if I wanted to do an order today with you? How long would that take me to to get the a matching set of limbs with your ILF riser um, for you to build it and out the door? If I ask today. Uh, today, we're looking at about uh, six to eight months. OK, yeah, that's that's typical for custom bows. I mean, that's yeah. not terrible. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, it um, was. It was. I mean, I got guys right now that are on the list and win it a year, so oh, okay. more than a year. So, yeah. um, but you know, I'm I'm taking the list, chopping it down, and you know, you're um, getting there. But, you're getting there. All boyers are, are backed up like that. So, especially since so many people have taken up archery during the pandemic, so I don't think that there's any. Yeah, you're 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 doing great. What uh, what what sets you apart? What sets your 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 products apart? You talked about all the, the the laminations, but like, is there anything else? Like, tell me tell me why someone would choose your product over something else. Well, you know, I think what, what, what we bring is the uh, um, the all around limb. I mean, we we um, we took all these design parameters on what makes a great limb, and um, and. We narrow. We, we said, okay, well, there's now, you know, this just here recently, not recently, but in the last year and a half, we said, okay, we really learned from our customer base. Like we talked to a lot of people. We said, well, there's, you know, <clears throat> there's three types of limbs we believe out there that people should, you know, people would want to have, and we built design categories around these types of limbs, and that's where we were coming up with the. You know, we got the Moax, the Tax, and now the Cax. Um, and each one brings um, something to the table on what the archer wants. Um, okay. You know, so like, you know, the Moax, you know, and they're all, they're all top quality. I don't, I don't sell economy limbs. 
Um, they are all the, the best laminates we have, core, everything that's designed in them, all the engineering that goes around them, it's all the same. We don't sell, sell economy stuff. So um, even though one might be cheaper than the other one, it's just because it takes a shorter amount of time to build the CACs than they do the TACs. The MOACs, which are our biggest hook limb, those are the longest to take to build. Okay. Uh, but, you know, each one of these three categories, and I kind of, for like simple, <clears throat> to break it up simplistically, it would be um, hunting, 3D, indoor. Okay. You have the MOACs, the TACs, and the CACs. That's like the most simplest way to break it down. Um, and it all boils down to speed and forgiveness. Right. 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 So when you have so, to hunt. So to put, the, put that on a, uh, for, for someone who's not very familiar with this sort of thing. So if you're saying, so you do you sacrifice speed when you want more forgiveness? Is that how oh, that yeah. works? That's how that yeah. curve works? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Big time. Because, you know, you get these big hook limbs. You know, they have a flatter four straw curve on the back end. Well, that's you have a smaller window of, of tune for tiller um, with those limbs. Okay. So with that, with a conventional style limb, you have a bigger window of tune, right? Right. Oh, so it kind of just, and, but then they're slower, right? So that's why, that's why hunting, I personally love the Moak limbs, you know, because I, I'm a I'm a split finger type of guy for oh, hunting. Right. Yeah, split finger instinctive, and um, I don't want to judge distance. I just want to pull my arrow back and shoot it, and I usually shoot between ten to thirty yards. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And if so, I got a ten GPP arrow, it's pretty flat. So yeah, that would be flat. That would be flat. Well, yeah. depends on how much weight you're pulling. How much are you pulling? Well, how about this? Tell us what what what's your current setup right now. So you said you're a hunter. You, it's a hunting setup. Tell walk oh, us through. Okay, no, okay. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I am a hunter, but I just uh, I got this cold from hunting the last day of the uh, of the season uh, last weekend. Yep. Uh, so I put that bow away. That bow's gone. Um, I'm all in the now indoor archery. Okay, cool. What are you so, shooting? What is it currently that you got? This is my first season indoor archery. Like I said, I, I've been for the last. You know, my whole life, it's just been shooting in the backyard with my brothers. Um, about a year and a half ago, I started getting into target shooting at, at competitions. I was taking my hunting bow for that. Um, but now I'm trying to get more dabbling into um, competitive archery. So nice. Um, now, here, I'll show you. Now yeah, what, do you what do you got there? Yeah, right, camera. <laughs> Look at that. That's a cool bow rack. Um, Look at that. that. But this one here, this bow here, this is my new um, prototype. This is what I've been working on for the last few months. Um, this is a 27-inch riser. Wow. Um, this is uh, all Palmer. The whole riser, the Palmer. Um, it's carbon fiber, um, and but it's not like what you would think um, a carbon fiber is designed like most of these other carbon fiber uh, risers. They advertise lightweight and stiff, 
um, which I would like to argue about the stiffness part of that, but that's just because I'm a carbon fiber um, analyst. Um, but let me tell you about how stiff things are. Um, it gets really confusing. And we can get more into depth next time, maybe with yeah, carbon yeah, fiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but no, this is a carbon fiber riser. I, <clears throat> but it has a high polymer um, uh, resin that we developed in house to actually make this riser heavy on the, uh, the uh, this, this, these outsides here. So it's a very thick bow uh, riser. And, and it, this, the lightweight stiffness part is only in the center. Okay. So it really pushes um, that mass further out. Right. So it's better for us uh, of stability in holding it and, and twisting it. Very cool. So we pushed that mass out. Um, we wanted to make this thing so it has room for uh, big weights, top and bottom, mm -hmm. uh, to fit the 12 centimeter ring. Um, yep. I can add in another one right here that sticks out about like this far. Um, I'm, I'm shooting it right now, testing it out, seeing it, seeing how, how well it does. But we're hoping that we can get the tooling made so that we can start producing these for uh, through, for a 3D field in 3D uh, outdoor. Yeah, so that's, that's a cool looking bow, dude. That is yeah. that is fancy look. That looks it's like Batman. I feel I think Batman Batman when I looked at that. It is so cool. Yeah. Uh, are those weights in the uh, no that the adjustable bolt limbs? No, right by the bolt limbs there. What are those? Just brass inserts. <clears throat> So these are bronze. bronze. Um, they're very heavy. Um, I, I, I use these bronze barrel nuts to add weight further down. Yeah. Which they can. And, and this is bearing bronze. So it, I don't like having to unstring my bow when I adjust any tiller setting. Right. right. So having the dissimilar metals you know, with the bearing bronze and the steel, it's uh, you get no galling, um, long life of turning that that wrench, fine tuning, right. um, and plus it's heavy. Yeah. So you know, my carbon fiber is not your typical lightweight carbon fiber riser. This thing is heavy. So um, I have these also in my um, nineteen inch riser as well okay. uh, that we offer. Um, but yeah, the hit 19. What so okay, what limbs do you got on there now? <clears throat> so these are the only limbs I got. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these are for me, these are my so I don't get to make a lot of limbs for myself. I take blemishes, I take ones that did not work out, you know, yeah. and uh, and I end up shooting them. So these are actually Moac 1.0 limbs. That I've had for about a year and a half now. I shot I shot them on my 19s riser for a good long time. I put them on this riser. Um, I'm just trying to shoot the heck out of them. Um, uh, I'm always like to test my own products. So I just keep on shooting them. Um, I mean, I know I don't advertise the Moac lens for um, high competitive archery um, just because of the tiller sensitiveness yep. of them. 
Um, so I'm probably like the only bowyer who makes big hooks will actually tell you that 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 <laughs> it might not be the best for a high end uh, tar- uh, 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 competitive shooting. But there's things you can do to make them um, uh, less killer sensitive. Uh, like for me, I I move this bolt way out, pushes the lens back. That's a technique right. to make bigger hooks less sensitive. Um, you increase your brace. That helps out too. This is a nine-inch brace. Okay. I got a nine-inch brace on this on these big hook limbs. Um, so I'm I'm loving it. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic. What are you holding? What what do you, what's on your fingers? At full this is draw. 40, Forty-two pounds. Forty-two at full draw. So that's good. That's kind of in that area of indoor. I know a lot of guys are shooting thirty-nine to forty-one, sort of in there. So you're just slightly above. Um, yeah. and, well, okay. Alex Melnick is ridiculous. Uh, and then there's a guy from Sweden too. That's ridiculous. But I think Alex is in the high forties or whatever, fifties, maybe, uh, he's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's good. So you're getting ready to shoot indoor with that. Or you have been, well, I don't got any competitions. I mean, I wanted to go to Vegas, Yeah. but, um, things in the home life is kind of scattered at the moment. We might be moving. So, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. You got to get your your shop, and you got you move everything, and oh yeah. Wow. So so I don't know. I might we. I keep talking about it. We, I might go. I might not go. But what I do do though is Alex. Alex Melnick got me into shooting this thing called Archie Abroad. Yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Tell us about it. So it's a Facebook group, and um, this guy Richard Harris he runs it, and you pay twenty five bucks a month. And you get to competitively shoot against, you know, archers around the world. And you do it through like Facebook Live. You film okay. yourself shooting. He shows you how to do it so you're legal. He has different categories. Um, <clears throat> I'm shooting now in the barebow category. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And so, did you go to three under string walk or no? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So. This is funny. <laughs> I am, I am an instinctive shooter, split finger, traditional bow kind of guy. Been that way, you know, for a long time. <clears throat> I actually make fun of people who aim. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, it's always it's always uh, just a joke. And uh, when I, when I, Alex is the one that kept on telling me how well you'll shoot, you'll shoot much better, you'll shoot much better. You know, I said, well, that, that's not archery. Amy's not an archery, man. Instinctive archery is the only pure, only pure form of archery is instinctive. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, um, I changed it up because, you know, I don't want to get into this target archery competitive limb market and not shoot the way my customers shoot. Okay. Like, I want to learn a lot more. So, you know, Alex is, is well, my, um, I consider him my coach now. He coaches me on how to shoot and what to do. Um, yeah, I've, I've shot a long time. I, you know, not that I don't know anything, but it's always nice having a coach to coach you because they will oh. pick stuff up. You know? absolutely absolutely and, uh, it's absolutely having a coach is super important would be excellent for anyone yeah. so but yeah now i shoot uh fixed crawl with this setup i'm about a, about a quarter inch of a crawl 
Um, I got very long arrows. I got 35 inch arrows, which they didn't even make. What, I made them. Where, oh, you made oh. them. I was like, what? Are you, show me those arrows. Where are you? You got them? <laughs> wow, they're, they're, they're downstairs. Okay. They're, uh, so they're, they're actually victory arrows, uh, the, the VTAC 23s. And I um, I had like two, uh, two, two dozens, one of four 480s and one of 380s. And um, I said, well, I don't want to crawl that much because I'm so used to, you know, split finger or 300. I don't want to crawl. I don't want to do this crawling stuff there. Yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, well, I'll just make my arrow longer. So I actually spliced on um, five more inches. I, I took I took those other 12 and I cut five inches and I spliced it on the other arrow. So now I got like a 35 inch arrow. I have no idea how you do that. Uh, how do you splice that on? I mean, like the same way you do it, put a footing on? Yeah, same, same way. So the, okay. the VTAC 23s, the inner diameter is five sixteenths. Okay. So I went down the hardware store. I bought five sixteenths pine dowels. Yeah. So, you know, you cut that, you cut, you know, five inches off one shaft and you get that other shaft. That's like 30 something inches. Yeah. Well, you take that and then you take your dowel, you make a six inch dowel. Yeah. You bond it on, you have an inch left. You stick, stick that in, in, in the long arrow. Now you got a, 35 37 inch arrow oh my god can you send me a picture can you send me a picture of that i need to see it but put it next to another arrow like the a regular size arrow that is so cool so are you shooting how's your fletching there's other ways dude you could have put you could have dropped your weight down to like uh 38 and oh i got yeah i know well i, I these bolts are backed out as much as i can back them out oh okay and then, the string, I built an extra thick string, right? Yeah. Uh, and I twisted the shit out of it. Like it's longer, it's too long of a string. I built it on purpose too long. Yeah. I can add more twist in it. Yeah. It's twisted a lot. And then I um, I, I served it even more than I'm supposed to serve it. You're slowed it down. I got string silencers on, on it where I'm not even hunting, right? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but that's, silencers are, you can't use those in barebow. You're not supposed to be. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, well, me and Alex talked about this. I believe you can now, and I think it's actually oh, really? a rule changed a couple of years ago where you can use silencers. That's good. I didn't. It, it just can't be in your. It just can't be in your sight. You can't be able to see them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good because bear. They always complain. Everyone complains that bear bows are too loud, too loud when you shoot them. Right. So yeah. it's it'd be nice to put silencers on. I wouldn't mind them on mine. Um, that's funny, man. You're like you got like a Frankenstein everything. Although that that yeah. riser, I got to tell you, man, that riser is smoking. That thing. Oh, I, I I love this thing. I love this. I, this is this is by far. I mean, I'm looking at it like now, nah, man. This is this Sexy. is a great great creation. I, I you know I yeah good I job on the CAD CAD work on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a piece of shit though. I'll tell you that. I don't think. Sorry. <laughs> I mean. This is a one-off. I mean, I, I I'm not one-off, but but there's I messed up so much because I the reason why I built this was concept of build. Okay. Is yeah. Because I don't want to get in a place where I made something very great and cool and awesome, but it costs so much for me to fa fabricate it. It takes right. too much time. Yeah, yeah. So this was a how can I rapidly make this 
riser. So I was developing new ways to manufacture, build this riser. The same time when I was figuring out how it's going to work, it just, there's a lot of mistakes in this thing. A lot of mistakes. I used a lot of putty to fill up these holes. In this interesting thing. though. Interesting. No, that's interesting, man. It's a process. Uh, so what, what's the conclusion? Are you making more of those or? Oh yeah. Yeah. They are going to be made next year. Um, or the, this year. Sorry. Okay. 2023. Okay. Um, I just got to finish up getting caught up on my ILF limb orders and then on the side, start working on the tooling design for this. Um, and, uh, and hopefully, hopefully I can get the, the tooling made and be able to fabricate it quick and easy. So that's, that's the whole, whole planet and, and in-house too. Um, that's one thing we, we don't have, you know, a lot of capability in-house and it's a lot of, mostly it was just woodworking tools of, of, of you know, like, like Bowyer's, you know. Um, so that's why we're choosing to go this polymer carbon fiber route because I can make carbon fiber. Okay. The aluminum route, uh, we don't have a CNC machine to machine aluminum yet. Right. So I, I actually outsourced my CNC machining to a colleague of mine or you know, a guy I went to college with. Um, he owns a machine shop out here in California. Yeah. So he machined my risers uh, for me and it costs money. It, it, yeah. You know, it's just aluminum's gone up. Um, he, you know, labor's up. It's just, it's just, it just costs money. I figured, well, if I can develop a way build these carbon fiber in-house because I can do carbon fiber um, and this polymer, um, it'd be much better for the company and for my customers who want my products. I'd be able to get it out faster and less price for them. Yeah. I mean, fantastic, man. It's, it's, uh, it's great being an entrepreneur and, and actually, uh, and, and see, I'd love, to, I can't wait to see this be commercial, you know, 27 inch riser, another one on the market, uh, especially for bare bow, um, kind of excited for you, man. Uh, I'm not yeah, gonna lie. And this, yeah. And this bow is a, I mean, it's designed around bare bow. I mean, I, I'm not an Olympic guy. I, mean, I, I, I design stuff for myself. I am selfish. Um, yeah. So I built. I started building bows because I wanted. I wanted a better bow. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a hunter. So I developed the Mo the Moak limbs first because I wanted the the best hunting limb. I wanted quiet and fast. Um, so that's what I designed into the Moak limbs was fast and quiet, not just fast and loud. Because you get these bows that are fast and loud. By the time you put on all your silencers, it's no longer fast. That's it's true. like somewhat fast. It's faster, but it's not like that fast. Right? I ordered a boat where you don't have to put on the silencers. So we want to. I want to. I want to. Um, we're getting close to time here, um, and I don't want to. I don't want to go too far over. But I do want to mention that you were also on Trad Lab. Yeah. So there is a video out there, and I will link to that video as well. Um, Cody's go check out. Go check out uh, Sam on and on Cody's um, uh, show. Um, where he runs into more detail, more technical stuff than, and, and yeah. if you, if you really dig in the technical stuff that Sam saying today, go check that out. Um, I want to finish by, uh, any shouts out to anyone that you need to, to say hi to, or, um, uh, I mean, we talked about Alex Melnick, we dropped his name a few times. Um, any, any of the other guys that you need to say hi to? 
Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Jens Olsen, he shot my limbs out there in Worlds. Um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for shooting my limbs. Um, anybody out there who's currently waiting on limbs, you know, I always wanted to apologize. I'm sorry, I'm trying my best as I can <clears throat> to get limbs out. Um, so I'm working hard. You know, come and come and contact me if you have an issue. If you want to, you know, um, talk about it. it, it uh, anything. Um, I got an open office. Um, people can call me up. Um, want to talk about any kind of, um, you know, archery related stuff about my products or just anyone else's products, any kind of archery stuff. I love to talk, you know, as long as I'm not sick. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah, you're feeling you're a little <laughs> under the weather. So you're a little bit, uh, yeah. scratchy, but I think, uh, you know, all the best success I'm, I'm looking at your website now, um you don't have the other the new version of your limbs out there yet right yeah um, here's that, this one right here i'll show you let's have a quick look at that and we'll i mean it's just i love carbon fiber i love them they're beautiful mm. look at that pretty yeah this is more of a it's a this is our conventional limb yeah so i'll show you a comparison these two limbs are the same length same length limb, and uh, <laughs> you kind of can see there's a difference in the curve. So, yeah. This one here is our Moac limb, and this one is our CAC limb. The tacks are in between. Okay. Yeah, I don't have those right now to show you, but the tacks are in between. And here's the difference between the two new. This is the new polymer wedge we're, we're putting in all of our limbs. Nice. Uh, come soon here. Um, this was the old wood. Uh, so now our limbs are 100% man-made. That's nice. Man-made material. Um, man-made material, nice. Yeah, and it's funny. This uh, this polymer is a high-density polymer, like I was telling you before. Yep. This limb is 35-pound limb, 35-pound set of limbs, right? This is 54-pound set of limbs, right? This is the big hook limb. Yeah. Everybody knows a big hook limb usually is heavier in mass than right. this limb. This limb has is four grams heavier than this limb. Wow. So, so this is a lot of mass. We added a ton of mass right here at the end to help vibrations um, and to help stability. Because the more mass further away from the grip, I always try to tell people that it's all about mass moment of inertia is when you think about adding mass to your riser, right? You want to add it in the right places to give you that that more of a resistance, more more, more resistance. If you have it all at the grip, all your mass at the grip, it ain't gonna do much for yeah, you. Yeah, because you can move that mass out. Yeah. yeah. So this is part of that mass out, this heavy weight um on the butt end. Of the limbs, and it's a polymer, um, so its dampening properties um, is greater than than the wood, um, and it also look, it looks cool. It's, it's cool, so, dude. That's cool. Uh, all your stuff is cool. All of it looks very, it's really cool. Again, I get this Batman vibe from you. Um, um, you, you sure you don't have like a bat cave there that you do all this in, or what, what's going on? Uh, okay, because there's some pretty, it's pretty looking stuff. I'm like, again, I'm looking at your website. Um, before we go, um, how can people get hold of you if they want to get hold of you? You mentioned that. 
uh, either go to my website, um, you, you can uh, contact me through there, or Facebook or Instagram. Um, and Facebook, um, I think I, I'm on my personal account the most. That's probably the easiest one to reach out, reach out uh, to to me on. Um, yeah. Sometimes my business one, I just I don't go on it as much um, as I do my personal one. But um, okay, uh, yeah, those are the, the, the best options. All right. Hey, um, I just have to mention my sponsor before we go, archerypass.com. Send me this cool sweater. How cool is that? Archie Pass. Yeah. I don't they're in California too. He's in California too. Uh oh, Riley. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all traditional archery gear. So if you need looking for wood arrows and stuff like that, that this is the guy to go to. They've been they're they're a huge online retailer. Um, archerypass.com. Anyway, thanks very much for uh, sticking around, everyone. Appreciate you uh, being on, Sam. And uh all right, take care. Hunt the good stuff, everyone. All right. Thanks.